Would you guys watch a reality show about uh, Chuck? Chuck and his uh, gone cowing? No. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Chris. Next entire USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, the next entire Rodian MTX at nextentireusa.com. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Wimby. There will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's It's good for my soul. Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Josh. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Four episodes a week. Good God. How can it possibly be done? You know, actually, uh, I, I heard from, uh, from Chuck. He was at SEMA last week as well as uh, Bob... Uh, Larry and Chris, thank you guys very much for going out there to uh, to SEMA. I mean, I know it's fun in itself, but it's still a chore. And uh, you know, you got to say uh, Jeep Talk Show. It's mandatory. You have to say Jeep Talk Show every two minutes, whether there's somebody standing around or not. <laughs> anyway, uh, I heard several times uh, from from Chuck said that uh, several people when he'd say we're doing. Actually, Chuck was telling everybody we were doing five episodes a week. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine <laughs> and they were going good god how do you have time for that and chuck's response was we don't but we make time so <laughs> he was uh he was out there selling the show and we really appreciate it of course it's a great show to sell because we have a, a wonderful uh team and uh, a really really i think a very good show and uh four episodes a week tuesday is our flagship wednesday is our round table which that's what we're talking about tonight thursday is the flagship too and we wind up the week with our interview episode uh we have uh, great guests every week and that's largely due to uh, chris over at sevenslats.com and uh we uh, really appreciate chris i think chris is in the uh, the round table tonight uh, so, uh, make sure you use the, the hashtag Jeep talk show and hashtag giveaways in all your social media posts. Why? Because God has given you the right to do so. Hey, are you new to the round table? Perhaps due to the Jeep talk show? Well, welcome. The round table is listeners like you that connect with us on Tuesday night at 8 PM central. You don't have to be invited. You just need a zoom meeting link and password. Everyone is invited because everyone has an opinion or something to share. To get the meeting invite information, subscribe to our newsletter at jeeptalkshow.com. So we now join the Zoom meeting, which is already in progress. Please keep in mind that what you're about to hear is completely unrehearsed. The opinions may be strong and may or may not reflect the opinion of Jeep Talk Show. Now, I don't know if everybody gets it when I say we now join the Zoom meeting already in progress. Uh, Chances are very good that conversations have been going on uh, in the Zoom meeting before we started recording the show. And we'll continue on long after the show is, is done or stopped recording. I guess the show's never done. So, so guys, did I interrupt your your conversation here, or were you patiently waiting for us to get started? No, you were patiently waiting. <laughs> because we were going to interrupt us anyway, so we might as well stop. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> just, just rude, you know. The show starts and interrupts the conversation. Uh, hopefully, uh, we uh, enhance the conversation a bit here. So, you know, as uh, as Zoom members or, or Zoom uh, meeting members, you guys know that we that we can have a guest where we do questions and answers. We can have a, a series of uh, questions that we just ask and uh, and everybody chimes in, or we can do what we're doing tonight, which is nothing planned. We're just going to have a chat about stuff. Maybe you have something you want to talk about, something you'd like to uh, ask a question about. Maybe even work in that you've got a, a lift in uh, at your house. <laughs> for your vehicle you know uh we've already had that conversation uh, but we can do it again here uh very officially on the show so anyway uh i'd like to remind everybody uh when you're your first time speaking please uh, give us your uh, first name and uh your location general location is just fine that way the audience can associate your voice with uh who they're listening to and maybe even uh knowing they're somewhere close to you so, does anybody have anything they want to talk about? I mean, uh, would it be uh, too self-serving and maybe too, uh, not, not detailed information, uh, information that other people wouldn't uh, get if we talked about uh, the wheeling that we did this uh, this past weekend? John, uh, Bill, uh, myself, uh, uh, I think there was a, a Kevin. Who, who was the other people there, John? Keith. It was Keith. Keith? So, and, and Kevin. And Kevin, yes. So that was yes. a lot of fun. We went to Hidden Falls Adventure Park, where where we've been several times 
uh, as a show, as a team. This is really uh, the John and Bill uh, uh, trail ride, I guess, that uh, that I joined in on. <laughs> bring it, bring it that way once a month if we can. <laughs> hey, this this is Chris from Detroit. I just got to ask, how did the uh, three ninety two go out there, Bill? Yeah, it's Bill from Central Texas. Um, yeah, I mean it. Uh, you know, went as expected. Uh, I know, I know, Tony. I, to set the record straight, I know Tony. I know what you were doing. Take pictures of me on the ground underneath my three ninety two. Oh, did you like, like that? Uh, you I really like that? Didn't broken you? down, but uh, <laughs> so I knew going out there that I probably needed to add uh, some bump stops to the to the rear on there, and uh, you know, I was prepared for that. What's weird is. On the 392, the factory adds that two additional inches of bump stop from the factory right there. So on my previous Jeep, I was running two inches of additional bump stop front and rear with those 37. So factory already had the two inches in the front. I wanted to kind of see, you know, in the back if I needed to, to do that. So, you know, I had everything ready to go where it was kind of a quick bolt on. So I got out there a couple spots or whatever started getting a little rubbing which is kind of what i i thought you know would happen and then i got a you know pulled over before we kind of started the the trail ride and kind of went in there and added those those bump stops so, you know as i i thought i would have to but i could see tony you know getting lined up for the photos like oh i know what he's up to all right so yeah. here i thought you were looking for the balls to that jeep bill <laughs> <laughs> no but uh no it went it went great um i did notice just the that transfer case and then running those 373 gears um going up the hills it just you know my old jeep would just crawl you know just idling it would just crawl up the hill and i noticed this one i had to give it a little bit gas so i could tell that it really needed you know needs to be geared a little bit lower on there um the one thing that i really did like that was new was the paddle shifters was being able to uh um you leave it in drive but if you hit the paddle shifters it puts it in manual mode and so just being able to control the upshifts and the downshifts were super easy with the paddle shifts. That was something that was was new that I didn't have on my previous Jeep. I could I could do that with the stick, but it just kind of felt it didn't feel natural on there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was real pleased. I, I didn't have, you know, any rubbing once I I added the, the bump stops in the back um, and it did. It did really, really, really well. So it was a good day. Yeah, I would say that it looked like it needed a lift, but I mean, if you weren't rubbing with the bump stops and it wasn't keeping you uh, from uh, going forward and up and over things, then uh, it, uh, that lower center of gravity is pretty good. Yeah, it needs it needs about another inch. So I I actually have some Clayton springs and control arms that uh, you know sitting here in the garage. I'll probably put them on after Arkansas, but after kind of doing that trail this weekend i'm like yeah i need a, you know i need about another inch which those that setup will give me an, another inch and that's kind of what i was expecting but i, I kind of wanted to see just what that stock factory suspension would would do with the, the 37 so um and even at the end of the day there we got up on poser rock to flex it out and and i mean the tires were nice and and tucked up in there and you know with those bump stops i think i had you know maybe half an inch of, of clearance from the fenders to the tires. So I think the bump stops are perfect. Um, I think I just need to lift it up another another inch and it'll be perfect. Very good. And it's uh, it's nice that you went out there with that instead of just saying, well, I don't want to mess with it. I don't want to get under the Jeep. I don't want to pose for Tony so people can say, oh, what happened to the 392? <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, I, I know what you were up to. So Actually, I wasn't. It wasn't until uh, Wendy said, oh, my God, Bill, what happened? And then you had to explain. I was putting bump stops on it, damn it. I went, oh, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Everybody thinks, oh, look, there's a 392, and it's already broken. <laughs> yeah. So, and this is Larry from St. Louis. So out of curiosity, John, you got the new engine transplant scheduled yet now? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the problem when you went out there. You know it because you're, I was in the tail gunner spot and I was pretty far behind. But it's unmistakable. You can still hear that thing up front. So I kept my windows down <laughs> quite a bit. But you just you hear him going over to obstacle. You hear that exhaust open up. Oh, just, oh, 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 oh. oh yeah, you just shake your head. And you're like, oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, and I will say the the skids that I put on, you know, put on this before going out there. The spots I was worried about. I, I did take hits on right there by the oil pan, 
right there up front. And then that cross exhaust pipe there that I was talking about that, that had the, the low hanging, uh, target on it. Um, I hit there as well. So, you know, skids did their, did their job. So I'm glad I, I bit the bullet and, and did it just right from the get go. Makes you feel good. It has a little, uh, a little more, uh, security when you're going over things. Um, I still haven't laid down under mine to see if, uh, what took the hits on mine. Uh, and, and there was only a couple. Uh, so, uh, and, and, and I did uh, more stuff, uh, this run that I did uh, back on, uh, June the 4th, I think it was June the 4th, whenever our, uh, we had our event and, uh, it, uh, God dang, the gladiator performs very well. <laughs> Just surprised how well. And, uh, I, I was afraid of running up, uh, on stuff with the, the low hanging fruit, so to speak on mine, but, uh, only, only hit a couple of times and it wasn't bad. I, I was impressed with the whole group because, you know, we weren't taking, you know, all the easy lines, right? No. And about everybody, like we did FMTRO and everybody took it all the way to, all the way to the end, right? I mean, everybody, and that was the yeah. trail, that was the trail there at, that at the end, we, we, you know, we couldn't get up with the, with the water, like, like John bowed out, I bowed out, Chuck bowed out, right? Well, yeah, but um, Chuck was the funniest one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah but we i mean we all did it and then kevin you know he had his wife out there driving uh one of their other other jeeps that they had and uh yeah she was she was doing the hard stuff too and i think that was maybe her second time out wheeling that jeep I think the last time was she did a, a class what was her uh, name again I, I don't know if you just said it or not uh, well, her real name is Stephanie, but I, I think <laughs> too, so. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I was introduced as, uh, as Stacy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Stephanie <laughs> did a really good job. I mean, uh, came across on the GMRS radio. I'm not making fun of her because you have to ask these questions. If you don't know, she didn't know if she needed to be in four wheel drive or four wheel low. And then when she was told to get in four low, she didn't know how to put it in four low. So I don't know, John, if, if you helped her or if it was her husband that helped her or, or what, but she got in four low and then she was asking, you know, does she leave it in four low uh, while she was uh, driving along? And she was right behind me and she was going through everything I went through and, and did a great job. Actually, she did some stuff that I didn't do that one shelf, uh, that, oh, uh, yeah. that, yep. uh, uh, I think John, you did it. I think, uh, was I it Kevin out on it? Yeah. Was it Kevin that did it in the maroon Jeep? I can't remember, uh, the, the Keith, names. Keith. Keith, Keith did it in the maroon Jeep. And then uh, she did it in that, uh, that bright green Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she was doing a really good job. There was a uh, one point she was, uh, you know, the, the climb Then we got a video of you doing on North Pole, one of the, the climbs up there. Uh, Kevin came on the radio and said, Hey, you know, go to the right, you know, take the bypass to the right. And she's like, why do I have to do that? Oh, <laughs> like, very cool. And I just go at the top. And so she did. She went right up to the top of it. It's a, it's a one that looks a lot tougher. I think you were going to bypass it, Tony. And then we were like, no, no, no. It looks, you you, you said, you said you did it last time. Went, oh, okay, good. And then, <laughs> yeah. and it was really yeah, easy. Yeah. <laughs> just, it it looks intimidating from the bottom, but once you get on it, it's like, okay, this isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a lot of, uh, we took a lot of really good lines. I mean, I took the, you know, the, the kind of climb out of Royal Gorge again. That's, that's gotten to be a lot of fun. And, uh, Tony going down the, uh, the shelf on that drop after that climb, kind of going down those, those drops. <laughs> hey, stay to the right. Cause you don't want to hit this big drop coming up here and you hit the drop at the top. <laughs> I thought that was the drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cause it, it dropped pretty good. I got to get those, uh, those, uh, quick disconnects, uh, uh, turned around so I can get the pins out. I think that would have helped the drops, uh, too, and it wouldn't uh, have pulled uh, the side down so much. Was that a lot of the popping you were hearing? Because I know we got to the. Top I don't know. Of I think if I could have got disconnected, uh, I would have uh, been able to tell if it was the popping noise or not. So uh, I'm gonna. I gotta find something to stick through those pins to hold them in place while I tighten up the uh, the nuts and uh, behind them because those things, as I checked it, you could see that they were turning. Uh, as I was driving, you know, you look at the pins and the pins were lining up and the pins weren't lining up. So. Uh, I obviously don't have those things tight enough. I told you, John, I think I, I may uh, put some Loctite on it, get it lined up and put some Loctite on it and see if that'll hold them in place. Do you have the JK, Tony, I'm sorry, John, do you got the JKS kit on there, Tony? Uh, yes, I do. And your the stainless steel pens have started to rotate? Well, it's, you know, the pin, uh, not, the, not the pin itself, but the, the bar or the, the round part that the, the pin goes through uh, right. rotates. 
Yeah, I, I had that same on my JK. It's very frustrating. I even put red Loctite on him a couple times, and I finally got him to lock down, but just uh, very frustrating. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, got, it was rotated over where you could not disconnect it. Like, you couldn't actually yeah. pop that out of it because you hit the bracket there. So, yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I actually uh, – I think that it was – the weather was, was really oh, good. And man, I was, I was that was amazing. I was worried the dust was going to be bad. I mean, it was probably what it was bad. <laughs> but it's been a lot worse, though. I mean, it was. A, <laughs> but uh, it was what mid seventies, I think. Clear blue sky, sunny. I mean, it was. It was oh, really I nice. think it got up to uh, what seventy one, seventy two by the end of the day. But most of the day, uh, I mean, I had the AC on, but the windows down, and the breeze coming in through the windows was colder than what little AC. Uh, low AC that I had coming through there, and I was that that was just so nice. I actually uh, I was thinking about taking the uh, the top off because I've got the uh, the, the top uh, what do you call that little uh, not uh, not case but the the soft case for the top. So I started taking it. Th thought about taking them off. I think Bill uh, didn't go very far for he f before he flipped his uh, uh, passenger uh, driver's uh, thing back, so he could just be there in the nice uh, nice air. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Oh. It was a really good day. <laughs> Dang, Chuck. Way to announce yourself there. Man, I thought Gon Jeepin had, uh, uh, had joined the show. <laughs> Rick is catching on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. You know, I, I have a theory about that. I'll bring that up. I don't think this is a bad thing to talk about. I think that Chuck being out at SEMA talking to those guys jazzed them up about getting on and getting the Gon Jeeping thing going again. Well, uh, True, true story. Can you guys hear me or not? What? I don't know what's going on. We can, we can hear you. All I hear is a cow mooing. Yeah. Well, on, on Sunday night when, <laughs> when Chris and, and, and everybody, when we were sitting there chatting, Chris and Liam, they looked at each other and said, we've got to get this thing started. I didn't think it was going to be a couple days later, but yeah, it, they said, yeah, we got to get this thing going again. So I, I've been dicking with Liam the entire time because I have no idea how to get onto their goddamn thing. thing dang that they're doing but <laughs> yeah i mean i was like really liam once like not even a week later and you guys are doing it you're our competition now like son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's kind of like bronco is it, as far as competition it's, it's good to have competition and all the it's all the best of them. well I, I was telling liam like we're uh, I'm, I'm taking josh uh his his high school uh graduation present we're going to take him on jeepers jamboree next year he's going to be 18 so chris and liam and all the the, the gone jeeping guys are like fuck yeah let's all do it together so uh, we're going to take his his flat fender and my scrambler and we're going to do jeepers jamboree up there on the rubicon which is the original you know they called now the jeep jamboree usa but the jeepers jamboree which is what our family started back a hundred years ago so it'll be neat man it'll be it'll be a good time good yeah, Jeepers Jamboree before there was Jeep. So, Chuck, how bad was it when you got back? Was there a boatload of work waiting for you? Was there a week and a half? I don't want to talk about it. But it's I'm good. Seven, it's good I, to I'm have family. A 12-pack right now. I don't want to talk about it. It's good to have family to back you up while, uh, while you're out. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I said, hey, so who broke this? I don't know, Dad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we sure appreciate you going there. I, I don't think you were here at the beginning. I mentioned uh, you, uh, Chris, uh, Larry, uh, and oh, Bob for, for uh, being out there. It was wonderful, you guys going out there and supporting the uh, supporting oh, the show and having a good time. Yeah, I mean, it was it was such a blast. Bob and I had a blast. Chris and I had a blast. Larry showed up for lunch. I mean, Larry's just okay guy. I mean, I really like Larry. <laughs> <laughs> here he is. <laughs> Feelings mutual. No, now tell us what you're eating, Larry. <laughs> Peanut butter. What a what a just a great group of guys that you know. Even even though we only see each other every quarter, you know, we just get together and you're like old buddies, man. That's just how it's supposed. To, you mm -hmm. know, it, it's fucking wonderful. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. It really reminds me of the military group. You know, just. You might not see each other very often, but when you do, it's like give them a big old hug and fuck it. Let's go have some something to eat and giggle, you know. I think that picture Bob had where you just sitting there sprawled out on the back of that truck that uh, 
Greg built in the middle of FEMA floor. <laughs> I I haven't seen that picture. Yeah, you're just sitting on the tailgate. It's like it's an old farm well, truck. Well, we were we were sitting there waiting for Greg. We're that was Sunday night. We were gonna go out to dinner and Greg was dicking off with some other big wig, so I just dropped the tailgate and sat on it, not thinking. Oh jeez. And Bob started taking pictures. He's like, only you, Chuck. I was like, what are you talking about? It's a fucking truck. He goes, this is like a high-end build. I was like, well, my ass is sitting on the inside. It's fine. So, so is my ass. It, so it, <laughs> it works out just perfect. <laughs> I got my gone Jeep and boots and hat on. Yeah, totally fine. <laughs> so did you guys get the feeling? I'm, I mean, I'm assuming everybody, and I, I and I don't know if I'm getting the name right. Is it JTE, the, uh, the 5050 build that, uh, that Greg Anderson did? Did you guys did you guys get the feeling and that and this would be anybody that was following SEMA at SEMA or uh, don't know nothing about no SEMA just been following social media posts? Did it seem to because I'm I'm hopeful I like Greg he's a friend of the show uh, he's a great guy to uh, if you've got uh, three hours to kill chatting about something he's a great guy to talk to and it's but it's interesting it's an interesting at three hours uh, does does anybody else get the feeling that 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 uh, that JTE uh, has made a huge splash. Seems to me that it really, really was something very impressive and and very much a, a feather in Greg's hat. Uh, a series of feathers, really, because he's built several things over the years. But I think that thing got a lot of attention, including from Jeep. So, so here's the deal. Tr- truth be known, Greg is so good at what he does. When you go there, I mean, you know, Larry's been there before. Bob's been there before. This is my first time. But I, I've been in the car scene for my whole life, being from Northern California. Greg is so good, you can't even tell that it's a modified rig. Yes. Yeah. It looked straight from the factory. So that actually was a degra- you know, degradation for him because it wasn't, like, highly modified. You look at it and you're like, eh, just another factory rig. But it was so good. That Jeep was like, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. this yeah. be something that we're doing. Like, I can see it gaining traction. So I'm holding off. I'm going to buy a two-door Gladiator now. Thank you. Yeah, it, it is very, very good. So what yeah, we you know, like difference? I like the fact that when Greg put that together, he was like, you know, yeah, the Freedom, you know, freedom panels are functional, right? So when Jeep built, built a two-door, right, their Freedom panels weren't functional, right? Right. Yeah, so, so the nice thing, of, yeah, the nice thing about that truck is that actually something that they could build. And he did a great job with the YJL, mm-hmm. but that would never become a factory build, right? right. That was a full custom. But the but the JTE is something that they could actually roll down a production line, and it looks yeah. like it had. I uh, now I how about a? I would have liked it better. I know that that Jeep is pushing the the four by E stuff right now. Uh, and, and, and and that it's not a bad way to go as far as uh, the, the the political climate and uh, when I say political I don't mean Democrat but Republican I just mean the 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 electrification uh, thing it's a good way that's a, a, a definitely a political thing that's going on and and something we'll be in in the future I just again think it's too soon for that because we don't have the the batteries to to support that type of thing but uh, I'm thinking that uh, that this uh, the the two door gladiator we need to p- start pushing now that it's called the scrambler i mean it's different different enough from the gladiator that let's start pushing jeep on the sh- on the show or whatever about let's call instead of a two door gladiator let's call it a scrambler cuz scramblers are two doors and yep. it should be a 392 scrambler yes it's, yes it'll, it'll be a scrambler that finally has a bed uh, I <laughs> 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 no, I, I actually, I, I think it was like Friday or Saturday night. Greg and I and some other people were hanging out, giggling, and and I, I took Greg over there and I, and I started looking at the freedom panels and the and the the half top. Dude, that guy has done such an amazing job. The freedom panels come off, and you can have it deep, and you can roll it. Or you can take the entire top off, roll the windshield down, and be just like the scrambler that I've got in the shed. Yep. And you're like, fuck, this guy has got his shit on point. And, not, I mean, we'll just throw off to the side that partying with Greg is a freaking blast. Like, you, if anyone ever can go out and party with Greg, it's a wonderful fucking time. He's down to earth, dude. 
but the guy is amazing at what he does. And he's so humble and just happy and no one gives a fuck and let's just have a good time. But I, I looked at Greg and I was like, so, you know, if you, if you take the freedom panels off, you know, what about this back part? He goes, oh no, man, I figured it all out. And he just, he starts pointing out all the, the, uh, the lockdown points. I'm like, the, the guy's a jeeper, man. He knows oh, his yeah. shit. Big time. Well, let's cool. not forget that he used to build all the custom rigs for Jeep, right? As, you know, with, with the whole group that's when he used to work there. The Lunatic Fringe or whatever it was. Lunatic Fringe. I, he's Caitlin, yeah. And, of course, he was at AEV. Uh, he was an employee of AEV before he went off on his own. So. Yeah, that's in his blood. But didn't, know Jeep, that- didn't Jeep, like, post out on Instagram or something else, like, you know, on their social media, hey, are we missing something here? Should we build yeah, one? Yeah, that's, that's what I was referring yep. to earlier was that yeah. uh, that post. They actually did a, a poll. And I think, and this surprised me, only 88% of the people that responded in the poll thought that they that the Jeep should make a, a two-door Gladiator. 22%, well, the 22%, all- 22% said uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that 22 is from Texas, and we don't count those people. <laughs> yeah, you know, truthfully, that would be a hard vehicle, I think, because it's so, it's so niche that everybody wants bigger. Everyone, the, diehard, the diehard Jeepers would buy it. I don't know. I think I think it would go beyond that. Look at the Ford Maverick. I mean, it's selling like crazy as a tiny truck. Now, nah, well, that tiny truck Ford Maverick isn't going to have the same price point as that Scrambler. So, Chuck, you I don't know. The reality if, of it is, I don't know if you were born yet whenever the Scrambler came out. But how popular was the Scrambler? Was it a popular vehicle? So I was born yet when the Scrambler came out. And, <laughs> and when the Scrambler came out, it was actually the answer to the Toyota and Nissan truck, right? Because nobody had a smaller than a half ton fully convertible rig, right? So the the AMC Scrambler was legitimately the first American-made fully convertible pickup, small pickup, because Toyota had them, Nissan had them, you know, Datsun had them, and, and it was a, a piece of shit. So... <laughs> It did not. Uh, it did not get received well, but with today's climate, is way different from the beginning of the '80s. So I really think that today's climate, it would receive it very well because, you know, it's just fucking cool, and I like it. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is, it could have been a whole different ending uh, when Marty McFly got his Scrambler instead of that Toyota pickup. You're a hundred percent telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, if he was on the backside of a scrambler instead of whatever the fuck he was at, then it would have been way better. Yeah, that yeah. little Toyota pickup they had in the in that movie on uh, I guess, actually I guess uh, a couple of the the Back to the Future movies was a cool yeah. looking little pickup. Uh, little pickups are, are neat looking. But a black scrambler, I mean, anybody that owns a black scrambler knows they have the top of the line rig. I mean, that is this shit. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you're uh, if you're just joining us, and I don't know how you would just be joining us in a podcast, maybe you hit the fast forward button. But we're talking about pretty much anything you want to talk about tonight. We don't have a series of questions, uh, just the the ones that the the Zoom uh, members come up with. And uh, when I say member, uh, you know, you don't have to be a member. All you have to do is join and join in here and uh, chat it up. We got uh, lots of people in here tonight. You guys got anything you want to talk about? Anything you have questions about? Maybe uh, questions about SEMA. Uh, both uh, Chris and and uh, Chuck and and Larry was there. Larry, you were there for four hours, right? <laughs> I was there for a little more than four hours. Were you? Okay, I'd heard it was four hours. No, I had some stuff I was looking for. Then I met up with the boys and uh, lunch and looked around some more. But definitely could have been a lot longer. Yeah, Larry. Ne- next year we gotta we we gotta party more together, man. Was there four. any was there any like the aftermarket parts? that y'all saw that like you were really interested i mean obviously we got the big builds right but was there any like things that caught your eye or anything like that coming out yeah from, is anybody uh, switching over to 22 inch uh, wheels and uh, rubber band tires from what you I, I figured, what you I saw chuck, there? Was, chuck was looking at those Four. air fenders or whatever right <laughs> Forties on thirty eights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was i looking at john <laughs> so i don't know if you saw it or not but there was another video that came out or whatever that was going around they showed that air some put another fenders and right beside the quadratech booth in fact like when quadratech was unveiling the jte you could see your big ass cowboy hat in the background and 
right behind you was that booth for that air something other and they were like these crazy looking batwing fenders that went on the side of the jt like that's the only way i could describe it, it was like the batmobile or some crazy stuff i was oh like chucks was talking to him about seeing if they can make some for a scrambler i guarantee you 50s stuff <laughs> uh, yeah as long, as long as i can stuff my 37s i don't really care totally i remember the good old days when it was 33s and then he uh started listening to the jeep talk show a lot <laughs> <laughs> Holy fucking made me into a pussy. <laughs> so, so, so was there anything that kind of stuck out, though, besides the builds that was like... Yes. Kind of cool? I mean, the, the... Well, I mean, you guys won't like it, but it's the camping technology that they have nowadays. And, and uh, I, I, you know, I... Everyone says, you know, overlanders versus wheelers and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I think I'm, I'm like mid-terrain. So I'm a big, avid four-wheeler. I've been jeeping forever, but I'm also a, a, a camping guy. And the technology that they have and the ability that do these trails with the stuff that they have is, is phenomenal. Oh, it's amazing, My, isn't it? Yeah. I don't have any it, problem it, with overlanding. The only problem I have with overlanding is what's the definition? All right. Definition is called fucking camping. Yeah, All right, exactly. That, <laughs> I met a lot of overlander people giggle. And every time I look at them, I'm like, dude, I've been camping for 44 years. And they said, yes, so do we, but we make more money when we say overlanding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I get it, right? Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's business. I get it. And car and, camping don't sell. <laughs> right. Right. And, uh, I mean, some of the stuff that they have, I mean, they had like a, a two keg tap, stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, that, that's not for me because I don't like to drink that much. But I mean, the espresso machines, that, that was really neat. I really did like the espressos because I'm a big coffee guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Larry's shaking his head right now. <laughs> Good Lord, cowboy. <laughs> It was a good time, a good time. But so really, one thing, one thing was kind of neat. They had uh, that hurricane engine, hurricane, hurricane, however you want to say it. They had one sitting in the Dodge booth there. And, you know, for a little, it was supposed to be a little six-cylinder, there was, to, I'll, I'll use one of uh, Chuck's words, there was so much plastic hanging off that engine. Yeah. That you, can hardly, you can hardly see the block. And it's not going to occupy much less room than a uh, 3.6. I mean, there was a ton of crap hanging off that thing. If, mm -hmm. if you ever had to work on that, you'd be hosed. It's also got two turbos hanging off of it, right? Right. That's going to take yeah, up a lot of room. It, it, you know, the other thing is, you know, that thing had what looked like, instead of having, you know, for your, um, your cold and hot air sides, it looked like it was all plastic, which... You know, to me, they look like there's going to be a lot of issues there, but obviously, you know, they'll work it out. Otherwise, it'll kill them on warranty. But, uh, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Nope. I learned my lesson on it when I bought the 18JL. But. Yeah, one of the things I saw was, uh, I think it was, uh, it was a Curry or something like that had a new high steer kit for, uh, uh, like an entire replacement set of knuckles and everything else for uh get rid of the aluminum ones um but they're, they're it was pretty cool they were it was a replacement for the jam nut i can't remember what they called it but it was like a whole new style nut for for putting that on there it looked pretty cool larry, larry where was curry i never even seen curry once i i never seen it either i mean i, I really didn't get spent a whole lot of time in the uh the off-road section you know, i was looking i was looking for some other stuff when oh. I was there, but um, one thing I was, uh, I'm trying to figure out who the hell it was. It was, um, oh, I got a bunch of their gearing here. Hold on. I, I might lose my internet. But You're already losing your internet. I got to remember. You're either losing your internet or you're stroking out on this. <laughs> we need to, he needs to put tape on the floor where the internet's mm. good. <laughs> Somebody call 911 for Chuck. Damn it, Elon. <laughs> well, any, anyhow, what I, I, I don't remember. Their, I, I got a bunch of their gears somewhere in this, this place. I got a bunch of boxes of gears for the other rigs. But uh, they, they, they're running air lockers now, too. 
So ARB is not your only air locker section. And I, when I went up, probably UConn. I knew that it, it was it was UConn, right? Yeah, it was UConn, Larry. That's right. And I was like, son of a bitch, you know. No, I, and I've been running UConn gears for a long time, Briggs, and and uh, I had no idea. I chatted with that CEO for a very long time, probably an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, dude, this is bitching because, I mean, we want options out there, right? I mean, when you think of an air, air selectable locker, it's ARB. That's the only thing you got. And he goes, oh, no, man, we, we've got it. And it was, uh, it was real cool. And I got his business card, and I hope that we do with him because I'd like to really learn what he's got. Or maybe we've already done it, and I'm hard. I don't know, but... It uh, that was really bitching for me. Like I had no idea because I thought, but I only knew that there was out. Who was the uh, the most interesting person you met out there, Chuck? Larry. <laughs> wow, you were starving. <laughs> <laughs> I I really think um, so. I said, well, it wasn't during the show. It was uh, definitely on Sunday night. And, uh, I'm sorry. Picking, don't tell me about somebody that you picked up on Fremont Street. I'm, I, I didn't. I didn't make that a narrow, narrow enough question. Was that the girl you guys met? Is that the girl you guys met at the place? Because uh, I think I think what I heard was uh, Greg was shocked at, at Chuck's behavior on Fremont Street. But uh, but I digress. And he was like, "I'm going to take this cowboy there." And I was like, "Dude, I am like at my home place, man. Let's have let's dance." <laughs> is that is that the lady you met with the Adam's apple? <laughs> I was at Trump Tower and but, but the Adam's off. apple was really low and it was like pants level. <laughs> no, true story. First night I'm there, I don't know anything that's going on, and I go out and I all right, I'm gonna have a. This is this is not the most interesting person I've met there, but <laughs> you no. Know, so you have your typical. You know, Waybro's Rancheros, you know, you're going to have a cup of coffee and you're going to have a Bloody Mary, right? Because that's what you do. And this beautiful Filipino woman comes up and I mean, it's, her name is Stacy and everything was great. And I was, she was flirting. I'm flirting back because that's what we do. And she walked away and I thought, I don't look right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> back, you know, like five minutes later with my drink and I, I'm looking at her. He's got a man's throat. God damn, Greg, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, you know, you knew Greg was wearing a kilt, right? So I can't believe you didn't recognize him. <laughs> no, man, but uh, actually, uh, it was Sunday night when we were having dinner. The show is all the way done. And you get there and you start meeting these guys that are like these, these gone jeeping dudes that have videoed like amazing amounts of stuff like if you can ever link up with these dudes like they've been all over the world you know i i my understanding that they've done some of that um uh what was that 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 fish show up in alaska that that uh biggest uh, catch biggest catch i mean these are these guys that are doing that kind of crap and they're at this SEMA show just doing all they want to do is jeeps that's all they care about is just Jeep and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you sit back and you're like, these are the big players of the game. And all they give a shit about is just watching guys do stuff in Jeeps like that. That that's really what made the show for me because it wasn't all big talk and a big bunch of bullshit. It was just a bunch of guys drinking beer and eating tacos. Mm -hmm. that was cool. Jeepers doing Jeep shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they, of course, have been invited out to the ranch. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, that'd be bitching. Like, come on out here, boys. <laughs> Would you guys watch a reality show about uh, Chuck? Chuck and his uh, gone cowing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> would it be something like naked and afraid <laughs> everybody would be afraid that would be a that would be a camera on the cow's perspective yes <laughs> so, so would the big season in clincher when he lifts up the kilt <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> yeah. all Chris, right Chris uh, and I 
Chris and I ended our show at an X trip point. <laughs> that Bob brought me to the very, very beginning. Bob, Bob brought me to this place. It's all red lights. It's an old strip club and all this stuff. Met Sam. Sam was a beautiful gal, and she actually was a woman. So at the end of it, Chris was there. We had a like very short time, a couple hours. So like, hey, let's just, just drink a couple dozen beers. So we went there, and Chris looks at me, and I look at Chris, and we're like, I'm pretty sure this is a strip joint, Bob. <laughs> Bob was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was He's like, no, they got the best steak. <laughs> Tube steak, yeah. <laughs> with the yeah, not a fan of heart. Hot, <laughs> hot dogs with chili and cheese. So there you go. Ah, oh, damn, Tony, really? <laughs> <laughs> I like a, I like a good hot dog. Uh, I hear you can eat three of them at once, uh, Chuck. Yeah, five guys. There's <laughs> Bob when you need him. <laughs> I flew through Bob's place last week or uh, last night. He wasn't there. That son of a bitch. He, he was at a different terminal. That's <laughs> nice. They made him work. He <sighs> did, didn't so, change your flight on you, Chuck. He didn't uh, change your flight. No. No, so, they knew. It. So, Chuck, did you get to go through uh, your buddy E's uh, tunnel there and everything? Oh yes, I I think Chris, Bob, and I did it all together. And okay. I, not impressed. I didn't give a fuck. Like you, you drove, you drug through a tunnel. Who cares? Let, let's just keep let's looking at rigs. Yeah, it, it was it was very anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Uh, I I believe I posted on Discord a picture of Chuck uh, in the front seat, and I know Bob was taking some video, but uh, it's it's uh, more of a story than anything else. Chuck's right. It's just it's a quick minute and a half ride saves you 15, 20 minutes of walk, and they say. It's and a, it was free. The fancy golf cart. And, yeah, and, exactly. And I mean, I had already been drinking for an entire three and a half days. Chris is way fucking taller than I am. I don't know why I got the front seat. Chris probably should be up there, but they were like, hey, drunk guy, get up there. I'm like, all right, great. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a picture with, uh, with you guys. I think it was uh, – oh, no, it wasn't Chris. It was uh, – uh, Bob and you and uh, Charlene Bowers from uh, Bowers Media yep. and uh, Tara uh, from uh, Dixie Off Road, uh, and those were some tall gals. Yeah, yeah, the sweetheart gals. I mean, they were just so much fun. Like good, down to earth, Jeep and type girls. Like it was a, it was a blast. Yeah, that was like an after hours drinking party that I wasn't invited to, but. Bob said, come on, they're not going to tell you no. So I just walked in and started drinking the beer. And and then some beautiful women were like, hey, we're going to talk to you. And I'm like, great, let's do it. And Bob started taking pictures. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And the the cool thing was is that they both had been on the Jeep Talk Show before. Uh, Tara, yeah. Tara recently and actually uh, Charlene recently too. Charlene's been with us a couple of times. Yeah, they even said after chatting with me that they would – Definitely come back on the show, which is a good thing. Oh, I absolutely. Didn't. Yeah. I figured yeah. I'd be running people off, but uh, we, we have uh, people come, uh, uh, re return offenders, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to be run off. No, no, not, not purposely. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You see any, uh, you see any flat fender stuff out there? Yeah. On uh, some of the older, um, like, uh omix omix ada type stuff they were there and then the suppliers of omix they they had a flat fender and best top had had a flat fender yeah but i i talked to every one of them and they didn't give a fuck who i was until i said hey i just bought a best top for my uh my scrambler then the chat the yeah, yeah. And, uh, Tony uh, Carvalho uh, had his uh, LJ. I know you just interviewed Tony mm -hmm. recently on yep. uh, Friday's episode, and uh, that's a that's a beautiful LJ. I mean, it's not red, but uh, it is a beautiful, well set up LJ that he's got there. He had it there in the booth at SEMA, but it was at one time, Chris, because he said that in the interview. yes. <laughs> yes, but he, he ruined it by uh, by uh, changing it out. But no, it's it's a nicely set up vehicle, so nicely you, set up Jeep. So were you able to touch base with uh, Tony and thank him for doing the interview that type of stuff? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I talked to Tony for a good 10, 15 minutes there towards the end of the show, and I was just showing us uh, showing us his LJ and having a chat with him. I think he mentioned the interview of uh, this uh, Wagoneer he's got working on now is his next uh, next project. Excellent. Hey, let so. me let me switch gears real quick. Uh, I think this will be interesting. It's interesting to me anyway. Uh, I heard, uh, uh, I think it was John and Mike Zinn talking about his uh, center force clutch. Mike, do you do you mind uh, talking about your new clutch in your in your Jeep? And well, remind me, what Jeep is it? Is it a JK or a JL? Uh, I have a JK uh, twenty thirteen two door manual transmission. So yeah, I, I ended up getting the center force clutch. Um, uh actually last week just last week and uh man i love it uh, the response on that clutch is like so awesome it's like Im- immediately as i take off my foot off the the clutch it's already engaged it's like i'm taking off um you know you always have to you know take your foot off find that friction zone before it takes off but no this one is like immediately so i was told to be like a stiff uh feeling right uh but I've driven um, manual transmissions with uh, without the uh, hydraulic uh, clutch, so I'm guessing because it's a hydraulic clutch, it, it just feels very soft. Not, uh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But yeah, I just love the the fast that uh, the clutch. Um, I can, Mike, did you get the uh, the heavy flywheel? Sorry to interrupt. Did you get the the center force, the heavier mass uh, flywheel? Yeah, the, I got the full the full kit with the flywheel. Awesome. Yeah, so it's um because on the five thirteen gears, like normally I'll you know I could start it off at second gear, um and w- meets with the new uh, the new clutch. It, it's not it starts off immediately off the second gear. Before I kind of had a you know kind of play with the friction zone, but second gear with the center force immediately just sticks off. Mm-hmm. very cool was, so was it a good purchase for you or was it one of those things where you needed to replace it so might as well replace it with something better um no i i, I think i mean i had this jeep for already for about uh, five years um when i got it it was at fifty-five thousand miles uh i have right now a hundred and seventy thousand miles so i put a lot of miles on it um it wasn't going out, but I figured, you know, it, it is time to kind of like get it replaced. So I heard about Center Force uh, Clutch on the show. I figured, hey, you know what? I hear it's a lot of good news about the, the, the clutch with the flywheel. So I figured, hey, might as well get it done. Mm-hmm. I love hearing uh, that. I'm glad that we can bring uh, a listener's information where, uh, and it's really good too, whenever it's a, a good choice, not just some sort of. Uh, uh, crappy thing you know, ah, that the show said talked about it and i got it and i don't like it so i'm glad to hear that it's uh, working well for you so far it's only been a, a few days right yeah it's, it's been about a week and i'm enjoying it i love the i love the the, the fast uh you know fast performance of it it's like th- there's like literally no playing around with the friction zone it's just like get your foot off and it's already engaged it's we're, i'm taking off so are you real anxious to get it off-road and, and try it and see uh, if it makes uh, uh, off-road uh, rock attack easier? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to get off-road and, and try it out, um, you know, off-roading. But uh, we'll, we'll see when I get the chance to do that. <laughs> so definitely once I get it off-road and test it out off-road, I'll, I'll uh, come back on one of the roundtable and give you an update on that. Oh, please do. Would love to uh, to hear. I'm, I think it's going to be a, a, a big difference for you. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and I was just looking up real quick. Uh, our Center, Center Force uh, interview was on episode 451, 451. So if you guys are interested in hearing about Center Force, and, and maybe this is the first time you're hearing about Center Force, uh, I, uh, I didn't know anything about them really before the, before the interview. And then I was just hearing wonderful things with the heavy-duty uh, heavy flywheel and uh, pressure plate, uh, clutch disc, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, actually I think I had just changed out the clutch on my wife's 2003 TJ, uh, before doing the interview and thinking to myself, damn, wish I had known about this. It's a lot of work. I'd much rather go in there, in there with something that's uh, badass instead of something that's uh, stock. 
All right. Anybody got anything else that they want to talk about? I mean, uh, we got a few minutes left here. It's time to uh, jump in there. Got a question of the group. Uh, maybe uh, maybe a four by E question. Travis is here. Uh, he's got a four by E that he's uh, had. Uh, I, I guess just for a few months. I don't even think it's been a year yet. About a year. Got it in April. Yeah, Travis. This is Chuck. I got a question. Has your girlfriend <laughs> left? Has your girlfriend left you now that she knows that you have a four by E or is she still holding on at an in six on the what? She has not left me because I bought her a compass to get around. Um, she actually oh. likes the four by E. Travis does not mean that she's left you. I'm just saying you have a four by E, Travis. It's no. not that handy, bro. He's waiting to make it a two door gladiator. <laughs> the, the four by uh, E is what she gets Rattler, to drive off road, and I get Rattler. to drive the YJ. So we have we have options now because she prefers the JLU. She hated off road in J in the YJ. Hated it. That batter, like hoping that you don't get hit as you speak right now. I mean, because it really looks like <laughs> looking up at her, like, Jeez. honey, I like you. You're younger than me, and you're much supple than the other one. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she's out of town for forty five days. I won't see her till the end of December. So I, right. I I got nothing to worry about. So you're right, Chuck. You're she sure. has left. You're sure you're gonna see her again? She's just she'll hopeful she'll return. She'll she'll be back. Let me ask you, did she take a dog or or two with her? No, yeah. I've got all three with me. All right. Well she may be back then. All three. Yeah. Did you take two case? Because that's usually the telltale. <laughs> <laughs> Be, being gone that long, she's got she's got a suitcase with her. Did she got a lot of by e? <laughs> she did not. No, oh. or her car. I've got her car still here at the house. Yeah, so I've got both cars. Uh, That's probably grandfathered in. you you mentioned you mentioned the four by e and the engine size. Well, I just might have a little inside knowledge that three. The, the, the V6 may be gone out of the Jeep here in the next year or two, and they might end up going to full electric, the 4xE and the 2.0 until they can fit that uh, Hurricane engine in there. Just saying there might be a period of time where there's, you know, no V6. The three, the threes. Yeah. So what you're saying, Travis, is we're about to walk into the early 80s of Jeep being again which is a uh, might happen i mean don't hold me to that stuff but just you know as i Tra learn stuff i'll share it with you guys like you travis there's truth behind it so <laughs> so travis works at a, a, a dealership Where, what dealership is that no, travis did you I change i don't work at a dealership anymore yeah i left i left the dealership i'm out yeah, yeah. this is this a, is jeep talk show exclusive tell us more travis Y'all, oh, y'all, y'all been here. Some of some of them know. So I left uh, the Jeep dealership. I got offered a job with Outlaw Off Road. I'll be working there. Um, I'm going to actually be regional sales for Huntsville, Alabama, Atlanta, Georgia, and another store I don't know of yet. Um, but I'm going to do the regional sales for those parts. I started Monday. Got two days in. I'm going to be at work eight o'clock in the morning, two hours away from my training. With the owner um he knows greg very well he told me greg's scared of heights so bring up height stories to greg he reminds me of another old member of the team here that was scared of heights but greg you can give a hard time about heights he does not like it uh, but yeah lifts everything uh, yeah building jeeps up say the name of the company again uh travis off-road uh, outlaw, Out, Out, outlaw 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 off-road off and they're located in what state? Or I guess they're located all over. Multiple states. We've got eight stores right now. Um, he wants to get to like 10 and that's it. But close to you, Tony, uh, eight hours away. Huntsville, Alabama. He's got one in, uh, oh, down there in Mississippi on the Gulf Coast somewhere. And I don't know where it's at, but I just know it's down. It's a Gulf Coast store. Um, but that Huntsville, Alabama, Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Asheville, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Greensboro, North Carolina. Living the dream, Travis. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> There's two outlaw, outdoor off-roads, outlaw off-roads listed in Texas. 
No, it, that'd be a separate company. He's not in Texas yet. Because there's one in there's San Antonio a- and one in Victoria. Okay. Yeah, Travis um, out of steer, so he's not going to belong in in uh, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is welcome to Texas anytime. I, yeah. I had a job offer in Texas at one time. I turned it down. <laughs> that was with Bikini Sports Bar and Grill. They wanted me to come down there and run a store in Austin. I said, no. You ain't wearing a bikini, are Texas. you? Yeah, no, I wasn't, no. I wasn't wearing a bikini. Don't, the, the, the tan lines are, are killer. So uh, are, are you glad you're out of the, uh, the? well, I guess it's still service, but the, the food service, entertainment service, uh, it's a different kind of entertainment, I guess. Right. It's it's entertainment for you know people that can afford stuff and not going out and spending all their money on alcohol or their full income to buy a vehicle to get them A to B. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, I am excited about this extremely. Been very happy. And, and you know, the owner, he races, you know, uh, Ultra 4. Um, so I'm working with him a lot. And, and, you know, I've known him. I've sold him a Jeep. Uh, oh wow and he still wanted you to come work for him that's great yeah yeah i did i did a good job in my sales but also like my events i'd had in the past he helped sponsor those um so he's known me he's known i know the industry and he wanted somebody with both my background of management and sales and there it is i've got both you know there's a lot i gotta learn on these new jeeps I, I I know the old Jeeps like Chuck. I can go over a lot of the old stuff, but the new stuff I don't fully know it. So I'm going to learn that. How old, Travis? That's, Travis, I don't know. You're fucking YJ. God dang it, that ain't that fucking old. I, I've heard you quote I think multiple times now. It's just a uh, you know remodeled CJ. Son of a bitch! I didn't fucking say that. Now <laughs> might be on a few episodes. No bullshit. Tony dubbed that shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, when Chuck figures out what deep fake is, he'll start talking about that. That's, a, that's another uh, a deep fake that Tony's using. <laughs> what the fuck is a deep fake? There we go. See, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> uh, I don't know that yet. It's kind of like that Stacy guy you met down on Fremont Street. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God dang it, the man's throat got me. She had the deep fake ready for you. <laughs> oh, stop while it's just fake. All right, well, you know, that's another roundtable episode. Uh, as uh, I've uh, mentioned uh, many times in the past, the uh, the show, just because the recording ends doesn't mean that the, uh, the Zoom meeting ends. The conversation continues, and uh, they continue to have fun. And it's funny, too, because you think that they're free-talking while we're doing the recording, you should hear this stuff whenever they know we're not recording. <laughs> it's it's a it's just amazing. It's fun. Uh, both uh, before and after the show is fun. I guess I should uh, start uh, uh, publishing the after show too, huh? Now that'll scare everybody. So uh, as you know, we have a roundtable every week. Uh, we uh, could have a series of Jeep related question, a guest Q and A, or general chat like tonight. You never know what we may have on the roundtable, but it's always fun. It's something you'll be glad you were a part of. So you can get a reminder and a link to join the Zoom meeting by sending up to our newsletter at jeeptalkshow.com/contact. And uh, oh, I need to tell you about our guest. We uh, our, our this week's uh, guest interview is with Tyler Lawson of moreflate.com. Do not say more flat because he doesn't care for that. You'll I think you'll actually hear that in the interview. Episode 709 coming up this Friday. Uh, it's uh, the 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 interview episode has moved, so I, I don't know how important the day that these things are released uh, are to you, uh, but if you're seeing or you're hearing stuff that is out of sequence from what you're used to, it's because we've switched over to Tuesday through Friday, four episodes a week, and yes, uh, Chuck, sometimes five episodes a week. Uh, our, our our very first special Monday episode was an inter- interview with Chuck, and, and it's been doing very, very well. Uh, several compliments on uh, how interesting uh, uh, the, uh, the interview was and what an amazing life uh, Chuck has had. And uh, Chuck is always already telling me we got to record more. We got to record more because the story isn't done. Uh, so uh, we're going to be talking about that uh, here in the future uh, with Chuck. Just got to get get him to get some time on his uh, on his calendar for that. 
So you can join uh, the uh, the Zoom room uh, every week. Uh, and actually, you can join the Zoom room on uh, Thursday nights as well. You're just not going to be part of the show. But the roundtable, uh, getting you here on the show, getting here on the roundtable, that's every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. I uh, hope to see you here if you uh, would like to uh, join, uh, if you'd like to have some others join, people that might be uh, interested in being a part of this, please feel free to invite them. Uh, send them over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact so they can get the link and uh, join the show. You guys have a great Jeep week, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Podcasting since 2010.